Wow. Hallelujah. I just appreciate the Lord. I appreciate his goodness and so forth. And when I met Melody and I was trying to date her a little bit, and she said, Steve, are, are you flirting with me? And I said, yeah. She said, is that biblical? And I said, yeah. It's in, <laughs> it's in the book of Hezekiah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I always use the Hezekiah thing because... Uh, People's, there's two things that should be in the Bible but are not. One is God helps those that help themselves. It's not in there. And the other, cleanliness is next to godliness. It should be in there, but it's not. But I always say they're in the book of Hezekiah somewhere there. Uh, my favorite preaching story is always the two guys at, at lunch. They worked all morning. They stopped for lunch, and they opened their lunch pails to eat. And the one guy says, man... Baloney again. I hate baloney. I get so tired of baloney. His friend says, well, why don't you have your wife make you something different? And he said, well, I'm not married. <laughs> so, so most of the baloney in our life is our own doing is what I'm saying. <laughs> this girl called her husband at work and she, and she said, remember when I was pregnant, and you told everybody, we are having a baby? Said, yeah, and he said, remember when the baby came and you told everybody, we have a baby? He said, yeah. She said, well, I just wanted to say, we wrecked the car. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're going to have fun this morning. We're going to, uh, but this scripture just blows my mind here, but it's in Ezekiel 47. I want to talk about going to a new level because I hear clearly the Lord saying we're going to a new level in 24. And it says, uh, and this is Ezekiel 47, when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters and the waters came to my ankles. Again, he measured a thousand, brought me through the waters and the waters came to my knees. Again, he measured a thousand, and the water came to my waist, or my loins. Again, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not cross, for the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. I believe there's levels in God, and there's four levels mentioned here. Ankle deep, knee deep, loin deep, and then the waters, which is too deep, you have to swim. I believe God is bringing us to that place where we have to swim. We have to learn to swim in the Spirit, trust the Holy Spirit. I believe we're going to see miracles like we've never seen, just through common, ordinary people. But we have to get used to trusting God. Man, men, the nature of man is always to look for a formula. But then we don't have to trust God. We just use the formula. But he wants us to trust him every day. Ezekiel 47, he goes down to say, It shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a great multitude of fish. That means people, fishers of men. Because the waters go there, for they will be healed. And everything will live wherever the rivers go. Now I proclaim to you 
there's a river of God in you. There's a river that wants to flow. And this world needs the river of God in you. And I believe really God's bringing us to a place where we're going to overflow our banks without meaning to. Our friend was in, uh, in Birmingham the other day and she went to a dollar tree and she was checking out and she looked at the cashier and she said, you look like you're having a rough day because the river told her that and the woman burst into tears. She said, yesterday my brother committed suicide and and the she and she said, well, I'm going to pray with you. And then the other Dollar Tree employees came and they, they all prayed together. But I, I think the river wants to flow in all of us. And uh, we have the Holy Spirit in us. I was standing next to a girl, 26 years old. She's six foot two, never been on a date. And the river in me said... You're going to meet somebody real soon. She met a guy, and it, I didn't mean to say it. Even after I said it, I thought, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that. But, it, but she met a guy soon after. He's 6'5", and, and they're just happy campers. They're married. They've had a baby, and you wouldn't believe the baby's name, Steve Sampson. No, just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but anyway... The Holy Spirit in us loves to talk. He loves to express himself. And there's a river in you, and it want, he wants to go to a deeper level. You know, most Christians are living in ankle-deep water. We, uh, we go to the beach when we can down at, we live in Birmingham part of the year, and then we, it's about four hours down to the beach. But when you watch people at the beach, hardly anybody's in the water. But mo most people will get ankle-deep. They'll get... Just that, but when you're ankle deep, you're in control. You're not, you're not, you're not doing anything except feeling kind of refreshed. That's about it. And I personally never, never lay on the beach because I just, I hate to draw a crowd. Uh, but, but uh, the, but most people don't get in the water. But God's saying, come out a little deeper, come out to a deeper level, and so. We have to realize the Holy Spirit wants to go deep, like ankle deep and then knee deep. Knee deep is when you're, you stop praying for yourself so much and start praying for other people. Knees represent humility. Knees represent prayer. And then you got a little deeper and the water gets waist deep or loin deep. And that means you get to start producing more fruit. And then you get the Lord's taking us out there where we're not in charge. We, we don't know everything. I meet some people and I say, you know, I don't use Google because that person knows everything. But, but uh, we have to get out there where we say, God, I'm not in charge. You're in charge. And I just want to be open to the Holy Spirit in me. Jesus said in John 7, 37, it said he yelled with a loud voice. He said, whoever believes in me, out of his innermost belly will flow rivers of living water. But he spoke of the baptism in the Holy Spirit, which hadn't yet been given. But God gave you the Holy Spirit, or he's, if he hasn't yet, he will. But the, he wants the Holy Spirit to flow through us. And so there's different levels. In 2024, you're going to see a new level. I believe, I've, I've prayed and prayed about this, but I, I really believe people are going to have breakthroughs. I don't know about the, the political realm. All I know that... Senator, one senator said, he sent, you can't fix stupid, but you can vote them out. And so there, there's a, 
But, but there's a need to recognize, and, and the Holy Spirit is going to give you breakthroughs this year. I feel there, there's going to be things that have, prayers that have been hung out there a long time, things, but they're going to happen this year. I just, I just feel that strongly. So the, um, <laughs> we were, there's three lies out there that sound so spiritual. One, I'm unworthy. That sounds so spiritual when you say, I'm just unworthy, I'm just... No, you are worthy. You just didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> if you say you're unworthy, you're saying what Jesus did on the cross wasn't enough. He didn't... So we have to agree with the Holy Spirit. And I always say it this way. God and the devil are looking for the same thing. They're looking for agreement. And you have to decide, am I going to agree with God or am I going to agree with the devil? If God says I'm worthy, I'm going to agree with him. The second lie is, if it be thy will. I grew up in a church that way. Every prayer was qualified with it, be thy will. Well, that's like saying, Lord, if it's your will, you can send me to heaven, if not, just send me straight to hell. You know, that, that is a, it's a passive religious way to pray. But we know there's thousands of promises in the Bible that things are God's will. So if, if I pray for you and say, well... God heal her if it's your will, but if not, take her out this afternoon. You know, that, how stupid is that? The other, the other lie is the beautiful temples. We see beautiful buildings. We see beautiful structures, big stained glass windows. But the lie, and we can appreciate them, but the lie is you're the temple. I'm the temple. And the Holy Spirit has a bad habit of using people. He wants to flow through you. So those lies, the scripture Jesus said, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and it may be more abundant. One day the Lord dropped in my heart, the devil comes to steal your hunger. Because if you lose your hunger, because many people do, they start out with God and then they lose that level of hunger. The devil comes to kill your joy. Jesus said I, these things in John 15, 11, I've spoken to you that your joy may be, remain in you and that your joy may be full. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, Romans 14, 17, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The devil comes to kill your joy. We're supposed to enjoy this life. And then... The devil comes to destroy. What does he want to destroy? He wants to destroy your influence so you stay self-centered and no one is affected. The devil comes to steal your hunger, kill your joy, and destroy your influence. Since that excited you, I'll share one more. <laughs> I know I'm in the will of God to be here today, and I know Pastor. the Lord moved on Pastor Zach, and I know that in fact, I can't wait till tomorrow morning about 6 o'clock because everybody I know I'm going to text them and say, it's been a great year so far. Uh, <clears throat> so through the years, God gave me four don'ts. And it kinda, they kind of wake you up. And if it offends you, I'm sorry, we, the doors are, are locked. Um, number one, don't. Don't accept Christ. He wasn't looking for acceptance. He was looking for followers. We use terminology, accept Christ. No, 
follow Christ. It's a total different thing. Number two, don't read your Bible. You'll get very little out of your Bible reading it. You're not to read it. You're to study it. You don't study a, you don't read a biology book or a book on computers. You study it. Number three, don't pray. Prayer must, most, many times, is just a frustration of something you're going through. But instead of that, listen, and the Holy Spirit will tell you what to pray for. Number four, this is the most important one, don't go to church. You're not supposed to go to church. You're supposed to be the church. Anyway, it's going to take more than that to get you excited. But anyway, uh, you know, if, if somebody asks you for prayer, how many have had this? Somebody asks you for prayer, and then a little bit later you, you'll see them, and they'll say, thank you for praying, and you forgot to pray. What I've learned, if somebody asks you for prayer, go to God and say, Lord, give me something to tell them. Show me something. Give me an impression. Give me an understanding, and then share it with them. Text it to them. Call them, whatever, but then you're guaranteed praying for them. So, C.S. Lewis said, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start now and change the ending. I'd like that. Hallelujah. The, beauty, the most beautiful truth God helped me see is that we have been accepted. It says in Ephesians 1, 6, we're accepted in the beloved. We're accepted. The message I want to say to every person on this earth, God accepts you. He loves you, but he accepts you. He loves your uniqueness. He, he loves you the way you are. He accepts you. Now, he does think you're very strange, but, but, but he accepts If we could just get that, God accepts me. Hallelujah. I appreciate the, the songs this morning, the leadership, the, the beauty of the worship. I always love it here because it's so fresh. I love the way Pastor Zach always, he's come up to a higher level. Come on, let's, let's get up there and, and sing. Praise God. So, um, new levels. Let me just touch on this real briefly. That uh, there's four, a lot of things are in fours. You think of a car, most, most cars have four wheels, right? And most tables have four legs. There's four joys. There's great joy, there's exceeding joy, there's exceedingly great joy, and there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. So there's levels. There's ankle deep, there's knee deep, there's loin deep, and there's waters to swim in. God's wanting to take us to a new level. There's four faiths in the New Testament. There's great faith, there's strong faith, there's weak faith, and there's little faith. There's four levels of God's love. There's the width, the length, the depth, and the height from Ephesians 3, 18. There's four levels of influence. Jesus said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me four places, in Jerusalem, which I believe represents the family, in Judea, which represents your friends, 
in Samaria, which I believe represents the workplace, and to the ends of the earth. Four places. There's four levels of the sower. Some seed fell on the wayside. And Jesus said the devil comes and takes the word out of their hearts. So, so the, the seed falls on the heart. God wants to capture your heart. Many people get religious, they go through the emotions, but God wants control of your heart because the devil wants to take, he wants to steal what God wants to put in your heart. And then those, Jesus said, the devil, the, the seed fell upon the rocky soil. Jesus said once when they have hear the word, they, they receive it with joy and these have no root. They believe for a while in time of temptation, temptation they fall away. So there's a, there's a, there's four types of soil. Sometimes the soil falls on our heart and the devil tries to steal it. And other times it falls on this heart, but the heart is full of rocks. How many know a lot of us have some rocks in our heart? We have unforgiveness. We have grudges. We have harbored offenses. We have all these things, but God wants to, he wants us to let him take those rocks out of our heart. Most of us use rocks to throw at people. But you know, Jesus said, you, you know, he, he that, that he wants to, he that has begun a good work in you, Philippians 1, 6, he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So God is committed to you. Many of us have rocks in our heart. The seed fell on the rocky soil. You've all heard this. My favorite story is this guy that was on an island for five years, and he, he built this to live. He just took what structure and wood he had, and he made a house. And then, then uh, he made another. He made a church. And finally, after five years and his beard way down there, they found him on that island, and they said, uh, the, the captain comes up, and they talk to him. We're here to rescue you. But he said, how long have you been here? I've been here five years. He said, well, what's that structure? He said, that's, that's my home. That's where I live. Then he said, well, what's this other structure? He said, that's the church. That's where I go to church. And then he said, well, what's this other structure? He said, well, that's the church I used to go to. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but, but, but there's four levels. <laughs> there's four levels. God wants to capture our heart, and it says to love the Lord with all your what? Your heart, with all your soul. The soul is where those stones are. Our soul's wounded. Our, our soul has issues. But God said, I want to get those rocks out of there so the seed can grow. And then he said the third way, the seed fell among thorns. These are when they've heard they go out, and they're choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and they bring no fruit to maturity. So sometimes that seed in our heart, God intends it to bring a lot of fruit, but we get choked with distractions and hindrances and the love for other things, you know. So I believe, again, God's bringing us to levels. The fourth level is the seed fell upon good ground and brought forth massive fruit. So I'll, here's another four real quickly. I will, this is Joel 2.25. I will restore to you the years. Would you say that with me? The years. the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust 
the consuming locust and the chewing locust. Melody and I were talking about this yesterday, but the swarming locusts can be distractions. Something's always trying to obstruct your path. The crawling locust, maybe you're always offended. Your emotions are always stirred up. The consuming locust, the enemy's throwing his thoughts and trying to work on your attitude. The chewing locust, something's always trying to devour your life. Melody loves a quote by... uh, John Eldridge, he said, the story of your life is the long and brutal assault against your heart by the one who knows what you could be, but he fears it. I always say, does God have a plan for your life? Absolutely. So does the devil. And we have to be on guard. I, I've learned, <laughs> we, we, we learned, Melody's taught me a lot, but there's, there, there's so many things about um, the the distractions and the the hindrance, we were talking yesterday about we do a lot of driving, which is very similar to torture. But um, on every highway, they have these rumble strips, and when you get you start to get off the road, and I, if people if you text and drive, and I love to text and drive, but but. Uh, <laughs> If you if your car pulls over there, those rumble those rumble strips will tell you you're missing. I think God has rumble strips. Hey, you're getting off base here. You're getting off base, and then there then the we we were talking about. Wouldn't there be something if if there if God put on us a choke collar, and every time we get negative, you know. And, and, or every time we start thinking stupid thoughts, oh, you know, but wouldn't that be wonderful? But, but I think he does. Hallelujah. I told you how the mail came one day and Melody went out and there was a big stack of mail. So I came in a little late and said, where's the mail? She said, I threw it away. You threw it away? Yeah, it was all junk. And the Holy Spirit said to me, most of your thoughts are junk mail. We learn to treat, treat him as junk mail. It's interesting when Paul's describing, you know, the, the armor of God. He talks about the breastplate of righteousness and helmet of salvation. But then he says something interesting. He said, above all. In other words, the most important part of the armor, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Most of us don't do that. Because the devil says, you know, you're a failure, and you say, yeah, that's a, that's a confirmation. I am a, I think, you know, and we just, we just buy into it. I believe we're going to see more. A friend of mine says, use your tongue gun. Use your authority. Use your tongue gun. Hallelujah. So, there's so many fours out there, and... There's levels, and I'm just telling you today, you can go to a higher level. You can go to a higher level of joy. You can go to a higher level of faith. You can go, you know, it's not enough just to say, I love God. He said, you got to love him in four ways. you got to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, your emotions, with all your strength, and with all your mind. Those thorns want to choke out your strength. 
And I believe, Pastor said it to, to me yesterday, but he said, I believe the thing is, is focus. We just got to focus. And we're going to hear testimonies this year of amazing things that God has done. We are. We're going to see. You're, I just feel some people that you've just had a hard case. Hallelujah. It's being broken. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So, this God we serve is amazing. So, in prayer, what I've been hearing the last several days, four things for 2024. New level, new breakthroughs, new encounters. I believe a lot of you are going to be used. God's going to put people in your path, and you're going to bring prodigals back to God. You're going to lead people to the Lord. And number four, new doors. Revelation 3, 8, see, I've set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, you've kept my word, you've not denied my name. So there's new doors. I'm saying this is what I feel for 2024. There's, there's just new levels, new breakthroughs, new encounters, and new doors. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you, this river of God in us wants to move. He wants to slop over in you. We need to be less rigid and say, God, Holy Spirit, here I am. I'm available. Would you want to speak through me? Would you want to teach through me? Would you want to use me as an example? But to be open to this river. Hallelujah. This river slopping over. I was in a church in Rochester, New York area, and I'd never been in this church ever. They've never seen anybody do anything about the gifts of the Spirit. And so I was walking around, and some woman sitting there, she said, Lord, keep that man away from me. <laughs> she was terrified. And I never did, but went to her. But as I'm walking by, this river said, somebody here that you've been married a long time, but you've never had children, you're soon going to have a child. And the woman next to her said, oh, God, don't let it be me. And... <laughs> And, and this, this woman said, oh, it could never be me. Within a few weeks, after being married 18 years, she was pregnant. Wow. But the river is speaking. You'll be amazed how the Lord will talk through you. And he'll, he'll just say things. You, you know, a lot of times we, just, we dismiss the Holy Spirit, but he's there. He's talking to us. He's aware of us. So I'm challenging you today. Go to a new level. Go to a higher place. Melody, speaking about encounters, she was in a Midas muffler shop one day, and this woman came in, and there was, she was all disturbed about this repair on her car. And Melody called the guy at the cash register over, and she said, Don't tell him, but I'm going to pay, don't tell her, but I'm going to pay her bill. And we don't know whatever happened to the woman, but the bill was paid. But the man that worked there, every time she went in, he, she, he said, I still can't get over that. He said, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Because he just, it just shocked, it just changed his life. And I believe there's power in us in this yes. river yes. just to do things you've never done before. Yes, People think you're weird anyway, so just go ahead and be weird. But the worst thing we can do is just keep that river maintained. Just, just, and Jesus, Jesus was so excited. He said, out of your innermost being will flow rivers, rivers, rivers of living water.
So you can stay ankle deep or you can go out a little deeper and start praying for other people. Or you can go even deeper and say, God, make me fruitful. Reproduce in me. Or then you can say, God, I'm out there to swim. I just want to swim. I want to trust you totally. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.